never let them stop your grind And when it's time, don't ever let them stop your shine Why? Cause you work hard to get there When you get stuck, look up, don't just sit there There's haters regardless, just do what you do You ain't through till it's finished, man, that's what winners do Hey guys, and welcome back to Maddie Stanzo's podcast. So you have me again and just me because we are still in lockdown and that's okay because it's giving me time to obviously get more content out there for you guys. Um, yes, it's just me. It's not special guests, but that's okay. We'll we'll get on with it. Um, I had a lot of good traction from the last podcast with the five questions that I got from Elliot. So I decided to get some five new questions. This time I decided to um, ask someone else. So we are going to go with these five questions today. Um, they're actually really good ones again, so I'm really excited to share my answers with them um, and hopefully they interest you guys. So let's just jump straight into it. I want to kind of keep this podcast nice and short and sweet so you guys don't have to stop and start it. Hopefully you can listen to it all in one go. So the first question is, is if you could go back and tell your younger self something, what would it be? Um, I couldn't think of one thing. I had like heaps go in my head. My very first one that I thought was that, I would love to tell myself um, failing is okay. So when I was younger, um, obviously growing up like everyone should know now, if you've listened to this for a while, um, is like I grew up playing sport, elite level, um, going overseas and stuff. So we were like, I was pretty much just programmed that you had to win, like that you had to always be at your best, that you had to always perform at your best, that you like, there was no room for error kind of thing. It was like, if you weren't good enough, you were kind of kicked out of obviously the program and stuff. Like, you know, there was just so much pressure and always performing and always succeeding. So yeah, failing was like actually kind of drilled into us as, as wrong and scary and something that we should avoid. Um, but obviously now growing up, I think failing is a massive part of success in life. Um, a lot of my biggest failures now have led me to where I am now. Um, and I'm very grateful for those setbacks and those failures. So that's probably the first thing I'd tell myself is that failing is okay. The next thing I would say to myself is trying, try more things. Um, yeah, so just, I don't know, I was just so focused on one thing I really had a fixed mindset when I was younger in the sense that uh, I had to I could only play football you know I wasn't good at school things you know you were either only good at sport or you were good at um, like academics you couldn't be both so I wish I kind of tried a little bit harder in certain things and tried more new things out Um, I kind of stuck to my own lane and Maybe, you know, maybe that's why I was so good at it because I just focused on one thing, which was like football and sport. But also, you know, I think I missed out on a lot. Um, But yeah, so that's another thing is I'll just tell myself to try more things. The next thing is um, don't listen to teachers' negative comments. So I'm not telling kids to go out there and not listen to their teachers at all. I'm just saying uh, don't let their negative comments get to you. I, I had a few years there, especially in high school, where I got told that if I didn't put my head down and start like studying more and learning and getting better grades, like I was just going to end up like a drop kick on the side of the street kind of thing. Um, that sport wasn't everything. So yeah. And I let that get to me for a little while. I kind of wish I didn't, but obviously this is hindsight and that's why we're doing this question. So if you're getting negative comments from teachers, like especially sports kids saying that sport isn't everything, you can't do something with sport when you grow up, unless you're a pro, uh, I would highly suggest just kind of taking it in one year, don't obviously talk back and just letting it go back out the other ear. I kind of wish I did that a little bit more. And then the last thing was um, you don't have to be a pro to be valued. So kind of on the other things, like on the one just before is I thought if I wasn't a professional footballer, who was I? Who was I going to be? It meant that I wasn't going to be successful. It meant that I wasn't going to be good enough. You know, I spent my whole life trying to aim for that. 
And it was only in the last five years, four or five years that I realized that like that wasn't everything, especially obviously my ACLs. And like I said, the failing and the setbacks were the best things that happened to me because they opened my eyes to so many more things in the world. And it opens my eyes to actually who I was and what I was actually capable of, you know. Like, football is obviously going to be always be a big part of my life, but it's not a necessity anymore. Like, it's not who I am. I'm so much more than just a footballer. And just because I didn't turn pro doesn't mean I'm not a valuable person uh, in this world. So, yeah, just adapted and changed and obviously became a coach and a personal trainer and now I coach kids and everything like that. So, they were probably my top things that I would tell myself if I could go back in time. Like I said, there wasn't one. There was a few but I think they're all valuable and they all have their own place. So if anyone's listening to this and can relate, can relate to that and you're younger now, I suggest taking that on board um, and using that to the best of your abilities. So j- moving on nice and quick. The next one is, is what is something people misunderstand about you? Now, the first thing that came to my mind with this question was uh, I obviously get a lot of nice compliments in the sense that, oh, Mads, that you're inspiring, you're motivating, blah, blah, blah. But I also get, and they don't even necessarily mean them in a bad way, but they just said, oh, when I first saw you or when I first met you, like, you were intimidating, like, whether it be on a football field or just, like, in the gym or just down the street. And the first few times I got this, I was like, oh, that's a bit weird because when I open my mouth, I have the most girliest voice ever. My voice does not match what I look like at all um that's obviously a running joke with me and some of my friends um but yeah so when I got told I was intimidating I was like oh what is it like because I'm little I'm not I'm not tall and I'm not I haven't got like massive muscles or anything like that and so I was like I asked someone one day when they said I said what's intimidating about me and they're like just your tattoos and your presence and your walk like you're just kind of like got this like energy and I was like oh okay I actually like that compliment a fair bit um but yeah, so that was kind of like my thing. I was just like, people, I think, see me and then they kind of obviously judge a book by its cover a little bit and just go, she's scary. She's not a, like not approachable in some ways. Um, obviously, I've had heaps of other people say I am approachable and everything, which is good. Um, and obviously, working with kids now, I'm glad I am. But yeah, that would probably be something that people, I think, misunderstand about me is they judge me too quickly just because I have heaps of tattoos you know and like the short hair and kind of wear like boys clothes and kind of have like a certain look and a style like I'm not like I'm just so chilled like you can come talk to me whenever you want you know you can message me on Instagram whenever you want like that sort of stuff and obviously because growing up in that sports background I had a lot of confidence in who I was and what I was capable of and you know winning awards and stuff that obviously boosts your ego and boosts your confidence and now running a business and being quite successful in that like I I can back myself like I know what I'm capable of um and when I kind of I guess say certain things or have a certain energy people kind of take that the wrong way and sometimes say that I'm like egotistical or a little bit cocky so I think that's just like it's and I don't mean to be like that and I never kind of try to be like that I just I just know my worth I know who I am I know I know what I'm capable of um, and I think sometimes that does get um, misunderstood just a little bit but yeah I'm pretty the most chill person ever like if you come talk to me like I'm happy to just talk about whatever you want and I'm happy to help anyone in this whole wide world doesn't matter who you are so yeah that's the next question um question number three it's what is the most important thing you've learned in your life so far so kind of touching back on that top one um failing is okay I think that's probably 
the biggest lesson I've ever learned in my whole life is, and the most important one is that just failing is okay. You fail as many times as you want. Just fail, fail, fail. Because the best thing about failing is you grow. The best thing about failing is you learn something new. That is like the best thing in the whole world because then that means you're growing as a person. That means you're changing as a person. And as long as you have an open mind in this whole thing, so making sure that it is okay and reminding yourself that it is okay, I think is a massive life lesson um, and probably one of the biggest ones that I've learned so far. But on top of that, just to change it up and obviously give you guys a little bit more value is that people come and go. That was another big thing that I've learned probably over the last two, three years with obviously friendships, relationships, um, you know, family members and stuff like that. Like is that people come and go, like life is too short to kind of get bogged down on that. Things always change. People, you know, they obviously pass on. Um, they leave. They have different, you guys have different goals. You might have different outlooks, things like that, you know, and that's okay. Like I remember the first time I had friends kind of like had a falling out with friends. I was heaps heartbroken just going like, why did this happen? But then I obviously met new friends and, you know, you change and you grow as people and you have different outlooks on life. And now the friend groups that I do have, and the circles that I do have around me are, are very, um, like, they're like a winner's circle. Like, they're so supportive, they're so genuine, and we're so like-minded. So I think I'm very grateful for, obviously, all that as well. So that's probably another important thing is just, um, yeah, people come and go, and it's all temporary, and you just have to enjoy that part of your life and you understand that your life's like a book and that, like, every single time there's going to be a new chapter. There's always going to be something different. There's always going to be a new page and that you just have to keep moving forward and keep like letting people go and you know moving on to the next thing and stuff like that. So failing is is okay. Biggest life lesson um, and that people come and go, and that's okay as well. Uh, the next one, number four, is what's the most hard hitting moment so far in your job role? Um, look, the best. It's really really short this answer because the best thing that I got told like most hard hitting kind of like eye opener for me and a massive thing to like the power that I actually have and and lots of personal trainers like we have this power I guess because we are helping people change their lives we are helping people set new goals get back on track lose weight become more accountable grow their confidence you know so the most hard hitting thing the most hard hitting moment um was someone I was training for a little while. They were an adult. Um, I won't obviously mention who. Um, and then one day they came in and they were really like upset and but happy. Like they were like, just gave me a hug. And I was like, what's this energy? Like you're like smiling, but you're like crying. And they just looked at me and they just said, Mads, you saved my life. And I, I just, I didn't have words. I was like, what do you, like, what do you mean? Like, are you okay? Like what's happening? And they said the last few weeks, I've been really down in the dumps, like I've been really struggling with life, like nothing ever seemed to make me happy. The only thing that I, I really enjoyed and looked forward to was our PT sessions every Thursday morning. And I was like, oh, well, that's amazing. That's so good. She goes, yeah, my Thursdays were the best days ever because I got to see you and you set me up for the rest of my day, which kind of got me through. And it was like what I was looking forward to every single Thursday, like whenever Thursday came, I was happy again. Um, and she goes, I finally gone and seeked help and asked for help and stuff. She goes, but I want you to know that like you saved my life, like you just being there every Thursday is the reason I'm still here. And that, that stayed with me, it still obviously stays with me now. Like that just made me realise how much power coaches, trainers, like those sort of people, mentors that we have on people and that 
if we have that power, why don't we use it to the best of our abilities and use it as much as we can? And that's why I'm out here trying to do what I do now through podcasts, through Instagram posts, through, you know, TikToks, um, talking to friends, you know, coaching kids, going into schools and doing talks. Like, I realized how much power we have as coaches and it's like, why do we sit on our butts and just use 50% of it? I want to use 100% of it in every single way possible because... I want to, you know, save as many people as I can. You know, if, if they're feeling that sad or that low, like I want to be that person that, that keeps them around. So that was probably the most hard-hitting moment for me in, in my job role um, and in life just in general. Um, but, yeah, and the last one is what's my favourite quote and why? I really like this question. I have two quotes. I can never pick between the two. So I have two that I'm going to tell you and I'll explain why. So the first one is the one that I've had for the longest um, and it is the if it is meant to be it is up to me now a little bit of context behind that is growing up obviously playing football um, we had this team like this this golden team for like two or three years they, these girls we all we just kept making the same team trialing whatever and we, we went to get because we we're all similar ages we got to go up at the same time so in girls football you stay in the same age group for two years and then you move up um and we were really lucky we were always in the two years together and anyways we made grand finals and we were really really um really good and so whenever we made a grand final or we were at state titles or something we would get permanent marker and we'd write like i i i am tb whatever it is um to stand for if it is meant to be it is up to me and it was just a reminder that no matter, even if you have 10 other girls on the field with you, it doesn't matter what, like how much support you have, if you want to win this game, it's up to you to win this game. You know, we, you can't expect to not make that run and then expect someone else to make that run. It's like in life, you can't expect people to give you everything. Like you actually have to work for stuff. If you really want that goal achieved, if you really want something in life, you actually have to get off your butt and go do it yourself. That That's kind of that quote behind it and what I take from it anyway is that like if you really want something it's up to you so if it is meant to be it is up to me so I live by that a lot um and then the next one I actually heard off my good mate Tom I can't remember whose quote it actually is but if you think you can or you think you can't you are right I'll say it again so if you think you can or if you think you can't you are right So I'm a massive believer that life is 80% mental and 20% physical. So it's all up in your head whether you achieve something or not, whether you really want something or not, whether you want to go out and get something or not, and whether you're going to actually do it or not. So if you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. So it's whatever you're thinking controls you. Whatever your thoughts are, they control you and what you're actually going to achieve and what you're actually going to do in life. So that is the most important thing in life that I tell a lot of people. It doesn't matter how good you are, how fast you are, how quick you are, how smart you are. It's about how well you can adapt and change your mindset and believe in yourself. That's where you're going to achieve things and that's where you're actually going to be more successful in life when you're going to go forward in life. And it's that growth mindset. This is what I'm capable of. I know my worth. I know who I am. I'm going to keep challenging myself and keep saying yes to things and keep trying new things to grow my mindset and I'm going to believe in myself and I think I can do this and I'm going to have a go and you will be 10 times further in life if you have that sort of growth mindset rather than a fixed mindset of I'm already good enough I don't need to change I don't need to do anything else in life you're going to stay in the exact same place 10 years time and then the person with the growth mindset is going to be 10 years ahead of you 20 years ahead of you 30 years ahead of you 
Um, I was listening to a podcast today and someone, uh, someone said in the podcast, you know, what someone achieves in 10 years, someone else could achieve in one year. It's just how you look at your situation. It's how much energy you put into your situations and what kind of priorities you have in life. That's the difference. So anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, If you liked it, please, can you share it uh, on your social medias? I'd really appreciate that. Anyways, have a good afternoon. Thanks, guys. Bye. Never let them stop your grind. And when it's time, don't ever let them stop your shine. Why? Because you work hard to get there. When you get stuck, look up. Don't just sit there. There's haters regardless, just do what you do You ain't through till it's finished, man, that's what winners do